Port Leeds tastes good like a beer should. You said it. Lucky strike means fine tobacco. <laughs> Try a frosty cold glass of Bavarian right away. What you say? No boulder dash or baloney here. Cheers, everyone, and welcome to the Unfiltered Gentlemen. No matter how you take your hooch, we've got something ice cold and on tap. Now, serving it to you straight and unfiltered, here are Craig, Scott, and Dan. Oh, that's right. Welcome in, everybody. It's us. It's the Unfiltered Gentlemen. Thanks for joining. Thanks for drinking along. I am Greg. Over there is the careful artist, Scott. What up? Very careful of you. Yes, and very uh, careful. Yes. Yeah, Mr. Dan owns the slowest MacBook ever, Dan. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, man, this thing, I'm getting tired of it. Uh-oh. What's Time MacBook? for an upgrade. That's right. Yeah. It's a computer. It's a, a Mac laptop. Oh, I was thinking McDonald's. I don't know. Oh, no. Yes. A MacBook? A MacBook, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Off to a great start, everybody. Yes. Uh, so welcome in. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining. Shout out to our co-top listening cities of last week. They were tied in the percentages for top listening cities. First, Woodstock, Illinois. Thank you very much. And yeah. I'm going to mess this one up. Leopoldina, Brazil. Nailed Whoa. it. Nailed it. Leo wow. Leopoldina, Brazil. Uh, Brazil, they speak Spanish, right? That's right. And uh, Blanca fouts, fights out of there. Who does? Blanca from Street Fighter. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's all I know about Brazil. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. That, Brazil uh, speaks Portuguese, right? That, yeah, they speak Portuguese. Portuguese. Okay. So, como está, everybody in yeah. Brazil? Como está? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's all the Portuguese I know because it's almost Spanish. So, Doesn't thank matter. you all. They love yeah. us. Exactly. So, thanks for listening. Thanks for joining. Let us know what you're drinking. Tweet at us or something, at Unfiltered Gents, or hit us up on the other socials, the Unfiltered Gentlemen. What do they drink in Brazil? Hopefully beer. Well, of the Brazilian guessing, nature. Yeah. Send us some. Yeah, it's a beer with a very finely maintained bikini line. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's what they're drinking down there. Horrible no joke, hair. everybody. You don't know, put yeah. any hair in your beer, please. Exactly. Uh, don't forget when you're on the grams and all the socials, hashtag show us your beers, tag us in your beer photos. We want to see them. Don't forget, tag us in your black is beautiful photos. We want to see those especially. And uh, for everyone you tag us in, we'll be donating a dollar to Campaign Zero. Also, rate and subscribe on Apple I- Apple iTunes, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you're getting your pods. The little rate and subscription helps other people find the show. All right, a lot to get to today. Of course, we got some beers to talk about, uh, some sports to discuss. Football is back, and some booze news to get through. But really, uh, I'm feeling quite parched. So, if you don't mind, I think I'm going to kick things off with the beer of the week. Grab your libations, pals. It's time for Beer of the Week. And if you're drinking well, you know that you're my friend. And I say, I think I'll have myself a beer. A beer is what I'm having myself. This is Alesmith Brewing's collaboration with Weathered Souls Brewing. It's for their 25th, for Alesmith's 25th anniversary. It's Diego Antonio IPA. 7.7%, 35 IBUs, and has a 3.9 and untapped. It says, when two breweries from respective cities named after patron saints collaborate, you know we had to go in hard style. We got down with our homies over at Weathered Souls Brewing Company to make this creative take on a West Coast-style India Pale Ale. 
This beer is blessed with an abundance of both Citra and Nelson Sauvignon, which bomb the palate with notes of citrus, mango, and passion, passion fruit. That was a hard word. Diego and Antonio together. Now you know we're in trouble. Oh, Cheers. Man. Little uh, throw to Snoop and Dr. Dre. That's right. Uh, this is a very West Coast IPA. It is dank. Speaking of Dre and Snoop, it is dank. It is sticky icky. I get a little bit of that citrus they talk about as well as that passion fruit. And there's this weird, weird might not be the, the term for it, but this bitterness that almost reminds me of like a coffee type of bitterness, mm. bitterness not so much like a hop bitterness. Uh, it's great, though. It's really good. 7.7 is very well covered up. It's a little on the dangerous side. It's clean. It goes down very easily. So if you guys see this can, uh, make sure you pick it up. And the reason the whole uh, patron saints, if you didn't catch on, Elsmith San Diego, Weathered Souls San Antonio. And of course, Weathered Souls is the brewery that came up with the Black is Beautiful collaboration. We had Marcus on the show a couple oh, okay. months ago. Right. Yeah. All ties back together. But anyways, wow. if you see this collaboration from two fantastic breweries, grab it. And I believe the other end of this collaboration is Weathered Souls made a stout, made a dark beer. So be on the lookout for that. I haven't seen that one yet, but uh, hopefully it pops up in the local bottle shops. All right, let's get to talking over Have here. Have a grievance to share? It's time for a crotch talk. Because I'm doing so well at it already. Crotching talk. Crotching talk. Well, uh, not a whole lot going on. I wasn't uh, accosted by any fucking Celtics fans this weekend, so that was an <laughs> yeah. upgrade. Thank God for that. <laughs> yeah. Got a few people hitting us up on the gram like, so did that really happen? Like, look, I have been known to, uh, you know, add a little hyperbole to stories just to make them a little more exciting for the audio format. That is exactly how it happened. That That's how it went down. I looked at, no one believes me that I looked that guy in the face and said, hey, fuck you, man. So uh, you have to believe it because that's how Celtic fans are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, Sir Food Savage hit me up. He's like, hey, just listen to the show. And uh, fuck Boston fans. I was like, I know. Definitely. I get it. Oh, yeah. Like, they're the worst. Fuck they're you, Celtics. Yeah. Yeah. I, I always got something smart to say to them usually. So, like, I, I don't mind having a conversation. Just don't get mad when they make you look stupid. <laughs> you know? Because there was True. one. I, I think I was on the way to the old studio one time. And there was this dude chilling there with, like, a Rondo jersey on. And, like... uh He's like, hey, man, like you said, like, he goes, you a Laker fan? I go, well, I got my, my Laker shirt on because I used to wear my yeah, Laker so stuff no, all the time on the show. Not. Yeah. Right. <laughs> he was like, he goes, hey, he goes, he goes, we got, what do you say? We got 17. You only got 16 or something like no, that. I'm like, on. oh, come on, man. And then his buddy was like, oh, I think he was a Laker fan. He was talking shit to him. And I was like, yeah, I go, but, you know, you guys won like 15 of those when everything was still in black and white. So, like, <laughs> you got to read about them in a library yeah. to <laughs> figure out what happened there. So, I don't know. It's just funny. We're kind of going back and forth a little bit. That's pretty good. Yeah, one guy hit us up and was like, yeah, but you took our trash. You picked up Rondo. And I was like, not by choice, man. I didn't have any say in that pickup. I would have right. gladly left him on the wayside. What has he done for us lately? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's our backup. He was your all-star, so whatever. Exactly, yeah. He really is your I think he's kind of helped us out this year. but no He has, yeah. He's, playoff Rondo's a real thing. Yeah. I think we'd have been okay without him. <laughs> I, I still, no matter what you say about Rondo, all I can think about is the time we were playing them, I think it was in the finals, mm -hmm. and he gets carried by Paul Pierce and someone else, to the. I think it was Garnett, to the back, and 
this is after the game was over and everyone's like, oh my God, Rondo's being carried back. What happened? The reporters catch up with him in the locker room. Like, Rondo, Rondo, you know, what's what's going on? Why'd they have to carry you? He's like, oh, my feet were sore. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, typical Rondo. Yeah, I remember Perfect. he got elbowed in the chin by Ron Artest or something like that. And like he made, <laughs> he made up a story that he needed like 18 like stitches because that's how many championships they would have won had they won. Oh, and really, he only needed like four or five or something like that. So right. It was obviously... Chin check, homie. Yeah, Chin check. Kind of ridiculous when you did yeah. that. So anyways, no accosting by by Boston fans. I uh, did do a little brewery hopping this weekend. Oh, Went okay. kind of through the valley a little bit. Started at Five Threads. Picked up a few uh, bottles at Five Threads. Of course, we've had Tim, owner of Five Threads, on the show way early on. First, uh, first 20 episodes, actually. And then made our way over to 818 Brewing, had those guys on the show before, and picked up a few of their offerings, and then made our way over to Celador Ales, which, if you're familiar with the LA area at all, is in Van Nuys. They used to not be open to the public. They uh, were membership only, and you had to be a member to get their beer. They just There was no tasting room or nothing. And then, I probably have my dates wrong, but a year, maybe two ago, they kind of opened up to the public and got to try them. And... They are, uh, well, first of all, you guys would not be a huge fan. They're doing all wild fermented and spontaneous no fermented, a lot of sours. So went over with uh, Nicole, ice cold beer from the Booze League, and we're really excited because they post one that said, post it on the ground. They said, hey, this beer we're releasing to the public today. It's normally only available to our members. And they described it, and it sounded phenomenal. It's a sour with peach, and just it sounded so good. We're like, we're, we're on our way. And they didn't have bottles. Like, you had to bring a growler to get it filled. And so we walk in there and she's like, I want a growler fill of this one and this bottle and this bottle. And as they're filling up her growler, I find the menu file. I was like, holy shit, Nicole, did you see this? And I point the growler fill, 64 ounces, was $56. Oh, my God. I was like, holy shit. We're talking almost a dollar an ounce here. Wow. God damn. Yeah. So uh, the good news is. It was really delicious. <laughs> it better be. Yeah. Damn. Oh, how disappointing could that have been? She's like, YOLO, oh, hope it's a good one. And then oh, we, my God. Yeah, we picked it up, took it back. We got a couple other more reasonably priced bottles as well. I mean, it was one of those things like, what do you do? The guy was already filling up by the time we saw yeah. the menu. Yeah. Like, hey, oh. I'm a cheap ass. I don't want it wait, anymore. Wait, wait, yeah. Stop, stop, stop. I didn't see that. Yeah. Yeah. Cut this one short. Give us a three quarter fill. So. <laughs> Yeah, luckily it was really good. So uh, 818 Celador, five threads. It was a nice little uh, trip through the valley. Of course, there's no drinking on site, especially not in Los Angeles County. They're stricter than every other county in California. Yeah, pretty if much. You, if you're not producing your own food, you can't have people on site. They don't wow. count food trucks. Every other county, you can have a food truck partner. That's with crazy, yeah. Yeah, LA County doesn't know what the hell they're doing. So uh, there was no drinking in, obviously. It was just a pickup to go, but thought we should support some local favorites, and that's what we did, and did a little brewery hopping, and it was delicious. Nice. We we oh, took nice. our uh, offerings back and watched a little football, and uh, <laughs> watched a little football, helped Nicole's mom, and removed her oven, and fixed a gas leak, and then drank <laughs> some more beer. <laughs> oh, man. It's, it's quite the Sunday. Did you so, guys smell that, or what? Yeah, she'd been smelling some gas, and uh, <laughs> called us over, and so gas we, we pulled out. Gas leak on the stove, or you just like yeah i'd, I'd walked by the house yeah i'd walked yeah. by the house she's like smells like a gas leak um <laughs> wow. so we pulled out she had a pretty old stove we pulled it out oh, and, wow. and found out that you know you're supposed to have this is like so not related to the podcast but you know the gas line that comes into the house that connects to the oven usually goes into the you know out of the wall and then there's a flex pipe into the, the stove mm-hmm. right 
And there was no flex pipe. It was a hard pipe. Into the st- that's how old it was. We're that's trying to get it out. Oh, shit. oh, it was get- it was so hard to get out. They're like, oh my god, big dick Nick is crawling around in this cupboard trying to reach up, and then, so we finally get that thing out of there. And then once we do, we realize there's a gas leak in it, and we had to shut off the gas and buy a new fitting for it. And so, um, <laughs> wow. and then we got to watch football and drink beer. So well, there you go. All's well that yeah. ended well or whatever. So and nobody Happy had to smell indie. my gas anymore. Yeah. What about you guys? Anything going on? Football's back. Yeah, just watching football, getting on that red zone, just uh, checking yeah. that out, having some beers again, enjoying Sundays. So mm-hmm. hitting that kegerator. Oh yeah, for sure, dude. Got it. Still haven't tapped that out yet, man. I've been pretty, uh, pretty generous uh, or <laughs> or thrifty with it, I guess. You know, depending on how you look at it. Yeah, they'll last a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, it's just nice to see that that kind of has been going on so far without hindrance, but. Uh, Knock on wood, because, you know, um, I don't know. I have a feeling, I don't know, something shitty could happen. (laughs) Something's bound to happen. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because it's like you said, it's like with baseball. They're traveling around. Like, that's going to get, it's going to bite them in the ass one of these weeks, I imagine. Yep. I I think the only ones doing it right are hockey and Mm -hmm. and, uh, basketball. What's weird with baseball is they're saying their playoffs will be in the bubble. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah. So, but they're traveling (laughs) around for the regular season. But once we get to the playoffs, we're in the bubble. That's what's, stupid. What's up with that? Have they said what bubble? Right. They didn't say. I I didn't read that far along. Probably, but I mean, go go to the, yeah. like, the Cactus League or something and do other playoffs. I think there, so. Or? I think they were saying like yeah. Arizona or whatever. But probably. I, I don't quote me on that. How weird! Kind the coronavirus of, weird. of the uh, <laughs> central of the world, yeah. Arizona. Yeah. Now is not the time to be in a <laughs> yeah. bubble in Arizona. That's right. Damn man. Yeah, it's yeah. okay as long as the regular season. Once we get to the playoffs, we got to like buckle down. Yeah, I mean, leave it to baseball to fuck this one up. Yeah, right. And isn't it weird too? That, like, I was watching and like, there's like crowd noise like while they're playing. So they, I guess they're allowed to play like phony crowd noise up to like 0.75 decibels or something. <laughs> like, yeah, I think all one, the sports are doing it though. Yeah, those, oh, is that right? Football yeah. too. Yeah, we okay. were watching a football game. I don't remember which one it was, but they had the crowd noise, and the crowd noise was pumped in so loud as if people were cheering like crazy that it was hard to hear the commentators. And I was like. There's nobody there. You have a hundred percent control over what we're listening to. Turn it the fuck down. Yeah, and you know, and it was funny because like even as like people like the home team was kicking the ball, there was some light crowd noise. I'm like, turn that shit off completely. Yeah. Like your offense needs like complete silence to work. Wouldn't it be nice to shut up all those voices asking for tacos or fucking hot dogs <laughs> and a beer or whatever? Just shut everyone the fuck up while your offense is working, you know? I don't know. I could be wrong about this, but I don't think it's being piped into the stadium i think it's just for tv oh really i think so too because i've actually heard a couple of players saying it's kind of boring with there's no sound oh yeah if anybody knows for definite uh let us know but i'm pretty sure it's just for tv so why would they do that for tv then like because it's awkward and quiet and yeah there's kind of filling the noise a little bit yeah you know what's more awkward is hearing all this crowd noise and then looking in the stands there's nobody there (laughs) who's making all that fucking noise tell those cardboard cutouts (laughs) to shut up yeah it's funny you're the first person who agrees with me i've been saying this to people like as we've been watching sports like isn't it weird that you hear people cheering you don't really think about it and all of a sudden they kind of like pan out and it's like oh who the fuck's cheering i don't see anybody exactly and everyone's like oh but it'd be so awkward if they didn't have it Thank you for finally agreeing with me. I think it's weird that it either need to not show that the crowd is empty or not have the noise. Yeah, one or the other. Because I sit there and I start to get used to it, and then like, boom, shout out the stadium. Oh, no one's there. What are we hearing? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's, it's like uh, 
It's like when WWE used to pump fake crowd noise for when Roman Reigns came out. <laughs> it's a real what? thing. Oh, yeah. Back in the day. The hell you say? I was yeah. cheering. I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody was. So, yeah, it's weird. But, um, yeah, way to go, baseball. Way to, That's right. Way to make things better. Mm-hmm. They're all sports, technically, yeah. yeah. What else? Anything else going on with you, gents? Not sports-wise. Just a couple of observations I made with... Uh, the retail establishment that I work at, the mm-hmm. uh, the the Vaughn's grocery store that I'm working at. Oh, okay. It's no um, longer a pharmacy. It, oh no no yeah we no longer. Uh, w- was kind of weird. Was okay for me. I get to the door and I realize, oops, I don't have my face mask. So what do I do? Mm-hmm. I go back to the car to get my face mask. Right. right. I've noticed a lot of people, like the last week, they walk in and they go, "Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot my ma- my face mask." And they just keep shopping. What? Like, well, what the fuck? Well, they would go get it. <laughs> yeah, right. Idiot. It's required, right? Like, oh yeah. In I your mean, store, okay. I, I can actually. I mean, I won't because I'm very non-confronted. Whatever it is, uh-huh, uh, big word. Yeah, it's a. I'm not. I'm non-big wordable. Uh-huh. Um, I'm not going to say anything. But they're like, oh, sorry, I forgot my my face mask. I'm like, but they go get it. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's kind of one of my pet peeves. That's weird because you know I haven't really seen anybody really doing that in the stores. It seems like everybody's kind of following along with the mask and everything now. I would say like probably eighty ninety percent do, but there's a few assholes that are like, oh, sorry, I forgot my face my face mask. Here, I'll put my t-shirt over my face now. <laughs> like, yeah, I wonder if you, it. if you see more of it because you're in the store more than we are we're in only yeah. in for like a couple minutes really and I even we have like this disposable face mask so i actually had one of the assistant managers the other night she's like here we'll take one of these he goes no i'm okay <laughs> no you're not okay bro yeah <laughs> bro that's yeah. kind of stupid i saw that at costco a couple times early on kind of just this thing like as they were starting to like allow more people into the store but they were mandating face masks and all that kind of stuff and like one guy walks up and they're like, hey, 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 you need a mask. He's like, well, I don't have, like it started to get a little testy. He's like, well, I don't have one. They're like, well, you need to have one. He's like, well, I don't have one. They go, oh, well, no problem. Here you go. And then they hand him. I was like, no, kick that fucker out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody knows you need a face mask. I mean, yeah, because even while I'm shopping, like there'll be like constant reminders, like uh, reminder, you can't be shopping in here without a face mask and blah, 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 mm-hmm. and this and that. So I'm like, oh man, like everybody's on top of it. Like seems like yeah, yeah. For the, i mean for the most part i've gone as far as walked up to the door and like oh fuck my face mask mm-hmm. walk all the way back to my car get my <laughs> yeah. face mask and, but, and now I, I keep one in my car just i leave it there oh yeah so if i forget yeah. to have one here. in my pocket have, like, three yeah, or four yeah don't want to deal with it yeah and with other people oh sorry for my, my face mask but i'll keep shopping that's okay yeah but, and uh if you guys need a face mask head on over to our <laughs> Our shop, the Unfiltered Gentleman Shop. This is a great place to put a plug in there. There and, you go. Uh, we're, we got some face masks. We got stay hydrated, drink local, and will remove for beer. Very appropriate. Oh, nice. Go check those out. Yes. Yeah, I got me a couple of those. Yeah, I, uh, they haven't I got, arrived yet. Mine either. They're taking forever. Yeah. Hopefully, it don't take as long time. when you order, people. Order them by up, the, and by uh, the time they get here, it it'll be over. But hey, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I got one for the next one. The case. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ready for Corona too. Uh, <laughs> Corona two, Corona light, <laughs> in a can. Uh, all right, Let's, what else we got here? Old Timmy word of the week: proud, proud, proud. Uh, if you're proud, apparently you're desirous of copulation. 
What the fuck? That's like three words I don't know what, what? it means. Uh, you're horny. Oh. Yes. So proud. Like proud to be an American. Same word. It makes you randy to be an American. <laughs> Apparently. It's going to make you think of that song differently now. Yeah. Every 4th of July. It's true. Yeah. Think about that when you're watching those fireworks and listening to deep, Proud to be proud an American. to have a blowjob. Yeah. <laughs> so on, so on. Yeah, copulation, just, just for those of you out there, copulation, noun, sexual intercourse. Oh. Okay. There There's so go. many words for that. Fornication, <laughs> copulation. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. Sex. I'm so confused. Sex, yeah. intercourse. Intercourse, yeah. So, anyway, go out there and be proud and loud, everybody. Indeed. Oh, my proud God. Proud and loud. All right, let's, uh, let's find out what Scott's drinking over there. What you got? I got me a good old-fashioned IPA. Uh, no, it's not IPA. No, I got me a Black Beauty. <laughs> well, as, as everyone can tell if they've been listening so far, it's 10%. He's drinking Stone Brewing's <laughs> collaboration with Weathered Souls. Black is beautiful. It's an imperial stout. 10%, 3.93 and untapped. Thank you. From Stone, they say, This imperial stout is brewed in support of organizations working to oppose racial injustices. We started with the base recipe provided by Weathered Souls and put our own spin on it with pecans, flaked rye, and partially aging it with bourbon barrels. The result is a fantastic beer when enjoyed fresh, but also made to age beautifully in your cellar. Stone will be making a donation to the NAACP Legal Defense and Education Fund uh, to help national causes. We also take great pride in partnering with San Diego Loyal FC and their mission to be a force for good in our hometown community including support for the Association of African-American Educators of San Diego. And like I said before, this is a collab with Weathered Souls, as is the beer I'm drinking. And if you tag us in your Black is Beautiful posts on the gram, we'll donate a dollar to Campaign Zero. All right, I have not had the Stone one. I've had uh, seven or eight iterations so far. have not had the one from Stone. It just came out a week or two ago, I believe. How is Stone's version? Oh, it's very delicious. It's like a... I mean, it's your stout, but it's really like chocolatey and caramel. Um, yeah, it's it's a great great berry. Ten percent IPA, so uh, not an IPA, but yes. No, it's not an IPA. I'm sorry. Nope. Ten percent real stout. Ten percent, so yeah, it's kicking it's, in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think I, we cannot underline the fact that it's ten percent. I think it had a couple bold. of old italics. Uh, is it pie like? Is it sweet and desserty or? Dry yeah, yeah, or? yeah. I mean, it's like. Kind of like drinking a chocolate caramel bar, but wow, it hits you good. But it'll fuck your shit up, too. It will fuck you. Well, listen to me, okay? (laughs) Point proven. But it's very good. good. It's delicious, yeah. You should ask more like kind of like uh, probing questions like that, because I feel like all I want to say is my beer tastes good, too. But uh, (laughs) First of all, I never want to probe either of you guys. (laughs) No, No probing, please. Why the hell not? My doctor won't. (laughs) <laughs> smart man that's why he's a doctor uh all right very good like i said tag us don't forget to tag us in your black is beautiful posts uh let's talk a little sports before we move on and now the sports brought to you by cleaninguptheglass.com whether it's the baltimore chop or the one-two punch it's time for sports yes it is well like we said football happened over the weekend it's back it's here yep um 
I don't know what games you guys were excited for. Obviously, I'm a huge 49ers fan, so I was not excited to see them lose. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, Bummer. Tom Brady fell apart against the Saints. Oh, man. That was, that was pretty funny because my brother's was, like a Bucks fan, and he was so like excited about Brady. <laughs> and then the whole the first possession, he ripped yeah. that fucking defense apart, dude. I was like, holy shit, and he fucking went in for the rushing touchdown himself. And I was texting my brother. I was like, hey, check this out. Blah, blah, blah. He's doing good. And then he just like hit me back up in all caps with exclamation marks. Fire the cannons, Brady. <laughs> 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 he was so excited. And then uh, he fucking fell apart, did the pick six and everything. Mm-hmm. And oh, man, it was so funny. Poor it guy. was all over from there. I felt bad for him. But, you know, hey, it's game one. There was no preseason, no training camp. It's a new offense. Like, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt that, you know, that game. But, and, He's not playing against the AFC East, who we all know is garbage, and we could feel yeah. the neighborhood team to beat them. You know what I mean? So, right. Yeah, it's a much better division now. Yeah, definitely. Saints are a lot better. They're a step up from the fucking Dolphins or the fucking Bills or the Jets. Yeah, I mean, Brady, for the most part, up until this year, kind of had a bye week every week up until the playoffs, yeah. and now he's actually going to have to play his way up until the postseason. That's right. Yeah, it's going to be a lot tougher for him. Yeah. Um, well, my fo- my post-Philip Rivers Chargers just dominated the the uh, Bengals. <laughs> That's right. Mm, wasn't it like mm-hmm. didn't they lose and it was a super low score? They they actually the Chargers won but they lucked oh, they out win? because the kicker it looked like he got hurt, right? I mean, the Chargers kicker or No, the the Bengals kicker. Oh. That's the, a change. He could have tied <laughs> the game and I it, I mean it looked it's kind of a weird thing. He's like tripped or whatever, I don't know. Oh, and, I uh, did see this. Oh, yeah, did Lucy came out, was holding the ball and they had a, and pulled yeah, it they had a help him out of the game. They actually kind of really got a lucky win on that. Yeah, that was hey, weird. Hey, we'll take it. Yeah, take what you can get. That's right. We're Super Bowl bound. Uh, and speaking of Tom Brady, his former team, led by Cam Newton, looked pretty yeah, look good. Pretty good. I, mean, I know good. it was the Dolphins. But... Against the AFC East. <laughs> yeah, right. You know what I mean? There's the difference right there. <laughs> yeah. Be- you know, let uh, Tom play in his old division. The Buccaneers will kill it. They'll make the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, look, it's it was the Dolphins, but mm-hmm. uh, it was a good start after what we saw last at a camp. Right. Yeah, that's true. But he's probably like, hey, this is a lot easier than the Saints. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Why did I go to this division years ago? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Brady was so smart. Uh-huh. Uh, a little fa- baseball. Wow. Been drinking what Scott's got. Dodgers uh, over in baseball news. Dodger fans... Mm-hmm. met the Astros bus the other day as they were driving up to Dodger Stadium with signs and trash cans there you and go. were banging on trash cans as the Astros drove by. And a lot of people had uh, free Joe Kelly shirts on and signs and that <laughs> sort of thing. And as Joe Kelly drove up in his black Porsche, she started honking and waving at yeah, people and stuff. That's so cool. Yeah, let's just say it. Joe Kelly's the man. Free Joe Kelly. That's right. Mm-hmm. And it's so weird when they're banging the trash cans, the Astro hitters start swinging bats. Right, it was weird. They just got <laughs> up. It was kind of like, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. We got swinging that. We just heard the sign. Yeah, yeah. yeah good for them, man. Because, you know, so they're so fucking lucky that this shit happened and they don't got to go on this fucking road trip of, you know, fucking, we fucking, we all hate the fucking Astros, you know, every game. Every time somebody, they go to a different stadium, get booed. Go to a different mm-hmm. stadium, get booed. Like they so missed out because of this whole COVID yeah, they, thing. They, yeah, they're getting, they're getting half the games, way less travel. Yeah, you know? they and you know they, they had to get something. So I'm glad some fans showed up and gave them their what for. You know, yeah, they, they deserve it. it. They deserve it. And I keep saying 
No one, no pitcher would aim for an Astro player if the if Major League Baseball had taken some sort of action. This yeah. is one hundred percent baseball's fault. That's right. Manfred should have done something. Joe Kelly is my hero. I mm-hmm. mean, he did, and he's talking shit about him ever since. And nice yeah. swing, bitch. Yeah, that was so great. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and then finally, a little basketball news: Lakers. Thank God, beat the Rockets. I just could not oh have lived God. with myself. They could have <laughs> lost to anybody else in the playoffs, and I would have been okay with it. Just not the Rockets. James Harden, I've said it enough, is everything that's wrong with basketball. That's right. Uh, and to make things even better, the ch- the Clippers are absolute choke artists. Hey, they're they're doing their best out here. Mm-hmm. I hope they I hope they get bounced out by the Nuggets. Oh, yeah. but I don't know. We'll find out tonight, I guess, when this airs. Two right. games in a row, they had a 15 and 16 point yeah. lead. And blew it and lost and lost big yeah, time. And they I watched the game yesterday. Shit. Yeah, I watched the game yesterday, and they blew that sixteen point lead and lost by like double digits. It was awesome. It was embarrassing. I'll say when I was prepping for the show, I came across an article that was talking about Phil Jackson still as a Lakers coach. It was they had audio of him in the huddle with the Lakers against the Celtics, and it was like game whatever of one of the finals, forty four seconds to go, and the audio is him yelling at his guys. Hey, nobody loses more games in the fourth quarter than the Celtics. And this was a Doc Rivers coach Celtics. Oh, shit. And here we are. Doc Rivers coached Clippers losing yeah. a bunch of games in the fourth quarter. Wow. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Doc Rivers, not a good coach. He's That's terrible. interesting, too, because uh, the Nuggets have kind of been a fourth quarter team, it seems like. You know, they kind of came uh they would come from behind on the jet on the jazz too. So like, mm, yeah. you know, they, yeah, it seemed like they would be like down and out and all of a sudden they come back up. So yeah, yep. this is kind of a nightmare matchup then for the Clippers. Oh, yeah. if that's the case. Yeah. They keep, they keep yeah. fighting. They don't, they don't give up. Yeah. This yeah. is pretty cool. Yeah. So and, we'll see. We've got, as this drops one game tonight and then mm-hmm. we'll know who the Lakers are playing and on the East. I believe it's, is it Celtics in Miami? Yeah. Celtics in Miami. Yeah. That's going to be a good one. Cause the, both those teams are, uh, kind of devoid of like a real, real superstar, but like they all play together. It's very well coached to play mm-hmm. defense. They take smart shots. It seems like so. I don't know. It'd be they're going to be a good series to watch. And uh, I will say, I got a co-sign with you about the fucking Rockets, man. Like even the, <laughs> a lot of those games of that series, I had to fucking turn it off. Like I couldn't stand. Like not only were the Rockets ruining basketball, but I felt like they were ruining the Lakers too. Like the Lakers, <laughs> you know, they like benched McGee and Dwight Howard, who was playing so great for us, and they right. benched them just to play small with these guys. And yeah, we got the job done. But I really think had we gave them like a big lineup, like a giant, and I got to credit my brother. My brother came up with this lineup. Had we played McGee. Dwight Howard at power forward, and then Anthony Davis at small forward, who plays like a forward at this point. The guys, yeah. he, he doesn't want to put his butt in the post and back anyone down. Let him be a small forward then. Yeah. I was like, dude, that's a great idea. So you imagine them just playing volleyball with the ball and just right. dunking it eventually, and then the, the Rockets can't get in the hole, and they're just forced to just shoot threes all day. Like It'd be interesting. Yeah, I think that'd be great. And yeah. I was a little disappointed to see that, too. I thought, we've, yeah. we've got one of the best big teams in the league exactly. right now in the Lakers. Uh, you guys should be using that to your advantage. I mean, in the end, mm-hmm. like you said, it didn't matter. We won. No, but, right, right. Uh, but anyways, I'm excited because this could be a Lakers-Celtics championship. Or like oh, Dan was saying, that. yeah, like Dan was saying before the show, it could also be LeBron versus former LeBron team in the Lakers-Miami championship. Yeah, so, that's yeah. true. Yeah. That's, so, we're part of the narrative. And, you know, like when I do my uh, – Nostradamus, I, I gotta mm-hmm. say, it's it's sixty percent or forty percent what I know about NBA basketball, and then sixty percent narrative, really. So, like when I get something right, it's because the narrative. I saw it, man. I saw the narrative happening yep. most of the time. So, 
I think once we narrow it down to four, once we have the official four teams, we're going to need a Nostradamus article to oh, yeah. predict the future. Yeah, I always go back and laugh at all my picks and like, oh, yeah, I was totally off on this one. So I've kind of been starting that. I think I'm going to release it like somewhere midway or after the Western Conference final or the conference final. So, okay. Yeah. Be on the lookout very for nice. that one. Very, very nice. All right. Speaking of Dan's picks, no. let's find out what Dan picked to drink today. Right, so I'm drinking uh, institution, keeping it local today. Institution yeah. Ale Companies oh, on these bones, yeah, and it's an IPA. Uh, it's a 6.8% ABV, 55 IBUs, and it's a 3.92 and untapped. Uh, nice short description this time. Uh, it says <laughs> this is the newest addition to our year-round lineup of beers. Flavors of lime, grapefruit, and passion fruit dominate this crisp and refreshing West Coast style IPA. And uh, I gotta say, like, let me switch it back over here so I can see you guys. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I was fascinated by the can, and 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 you know, yeah, here's a great the looking can. can. Yeah, have you seen this? I've I've seen the art. I haven't seen it in person yet, but I've seen it online. It's yeah, a cool looking can. It is nice it can. is a trip, dude. That's and cool. and I gotta say, like, as far as like a local brewery, you know, and there's nothing wrong with it. You know, all these local breweries that it seems like they kind of keep it simple or they put their brand on there. This seems like it's a little, uh, little fancy, little fancy, and I was mm-hmm. not expecting that from Institution at all. I thought, you know, maybe a black can that said Institution on it or something, but this was sexy, dude. I was like, it caught my eye right away, and when I found out it was Institution, I was like, oh, I got to get this. So, yeah, for those of you not familiar with Institution, it's out here in Southern California, Camarillo, California, to be exact. Scott That's used right. to live just down the street; he would stumble his way there and back. I used to, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they have found an artist to do all their can and, and print stuff, and mm-hmm. he is phenomenal. He, he's doing great work. These cans that are coming out now are really cool looking. That's but right. Real- it, oh, I'm sorry. It's an artwork by Dev O'Reilly, who's at the Dev O'Reilly on the grams. There we go. I think I think I follow that guy. I've seen some mm-hmm. art coming up. But uh, yeah, their cans are really cool, so check out Institution Ales. Um, the real question is, does the beer match the art in deliciousness? Yeah, I, I got to say, like, this was kind of like, like they said, they nailed it with the West Coast style IPA. And mm-hmm. that's what you get with that. Like, uh, I, you know, obviously with IPA, you get some like kind of like fruit notes and tastes and stuff like that. But on with this one, because it's the West Coast style IPA and it's from that sunny, sunny hood of Camarillo. <laughs> like, dude, like it's like dank, dank, dank. Mm-hmm. And I love it. I love it. Nice. I am... Sorry, Institution. Not mm. always a big fan of Institution's hoppy beers. I think mm. Institution does amazing darks and browns and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. They they are second to none locally. But some of their hoppy stuff leaves yeah. a little to be desired on my palate. Ooh. So I'm glad to hear that that's a good one. Like They do have some good, like their um, Mosaic Pale. It's great. Right. It's a great beer. I'll go send that one too. But a lot of their IPAs, I'm not a huge fan of. I haven't tried this one yet, and I honestly, I want to pick it up mostly just because the can art's so cool. Yeah, for but, sure. Uh, That's I'm what glad to hear it's eye. good. Yeah, yeah definitely. And and we've all admitted that we're all very, and especially Dan, guilty of buying beers due to their can arts being awesome. <laughs> yeah, like I said, that that was my first uh, reaction was I saw the can art, and then afterwards saw was institution. I was like, oh shit, man, I gotta get it, <laughs> gotta do it. He loves these cans. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. All right. Very nice. Well, go pick it up. If you guys are in California, look out for Institution. And uh, we're going to look out for classing up this show a little bit. Sweet transition. Yep. This one's a classy dame with a great palette. 
It's Beer Babe of the Week. It is indeed Beer Babe of the Week. Her name is Deborah, and you can find her on the gram at Beerstagramming. It's perfect. <laughs> Beerstagramming. All one word. Beer, then S, then Tagramming. I think you can figure that out. <laughs> All one word, no spaces, dots, dashes, nothing like that. In the picture I'm showing the gents, she's over at the Lost Dog Cafe, drinking herself a delicious beer and having some pizza. So nothing wrong with that. It's the mm-hmm. ooh, Guava Funk American oh, Wild Ale. That sounds delicious. Damn. Anyways, and nice shades as well. Uh, anyways, do yourselves a favor. Go follow Deborah on the gram at Beerstagramming. And I think you'll be glad you did. And she made her own word up too, beerstagramming. <laughs> well, it's funny. One of the uh, we post, you know, we always have a series of hashtags that we post with the picture, and mm-hmm. beerstagram is always one of the hashtags that are on uh, there. So a lot of people use that hashtag when they're posting beer pics. So yeah, very funny. I like that beerstagramming. Mm-hmm. All right, let's uh, let's wrap things up with a little news. Extra, extra, drink all about it. It's time for booze news. It is indeed. Uh, Boston Beer is going to introduce, you guys are going to be so excited, is going to be introducing Sam Adams' Just the Haze non-alcoholic beer. Just no? the Haze. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Just the Haze, no booze, oh. unfortunately. Yes. Fuck that. Just Ooh. the Haze. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the, the great part is uh, Jim Koch, Koch, whatever his name is, once said that he would never do that. Uh, I may have once said that we would never brew a non-alcoholic beer, but I've learned over the years to never say never, he said. The NA category has been both fascinating to watch and a unique brewing challenge that the Samuel Adams brewers have taken on with pride and ingenuity. Uh, Boston Beer said it... What's that? Since I lost my balls, I decided to do non-alcoholic. Poor Jim, sans balls. Boston (laughs) Beer said it took two years to create the full flavor IPA-style Sam Adams, and that its staff visited some of the best non-alcoholic breweries, including Germany's Weinenstaufen, to learn about the technology behind the category. The company did not give details on just how the hay, or on how just the haze is brewed, but said the beer contains Sabro, Citra, Mosaic, and Cascade hops. Interesting. I mean, not going to partake, but interesting. (laughs) I'll pass. Yeah, sans be or sans alcohol means sans Greg. You know, <laughs> correct. What what prompted him to do that? I think it's kind of like the cool thing, and people are trying it right now. But why? I, f- I don't like, know. Nothing cool about no alcohol. You know what I'm saying? Who is that mm-hmm. demographic? Uh, apparently, Not pussies. Well, that and youngsters. Oh, youngsters. Apparently, <laughs> the millennials, the younger millennial crowd, which technically I'm a millennial, but the younger millennial crowd has been getting into these non-alcoholic beers. Well, okay, wait, wait. Is this the younger What's millennial crowd? Kids? Or is this the generation after us, the millennials, I guess? It, it's <laughs> probably a good mix of the younger millennials and the iGens. Now, that's what they're called, the iGens. That's I-gens, right. iGens, yes, because it's mm-hmm. all about i. That's right. Oh, mm-hmm. I thought it was kind of a play on iPod and iPhone and all that. I think it is. IPod. I think it's also only, played. Only millennials yeah. know what an iPod is. <laughs> it's also a play on their narcissism. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, okay, okay. It's an iPod. Yeah. Exactly. yeah right? <laughs> Scott still hasn't gotten his first one. Yeah. <laughs> he missed that whole thing. Yep. Uh, what else? Oh, speaking of Sam Adams and Boston Beer, Boston Beer is going to launch Truly. You know, they have the Truly Cider, or um, 
hard seltzers. They're going to launch Truly Iced Tea hard seltzer in January. Mm-hmm. Yes. And one final one for Sam Adams. Uh, Boston, oops, excuse me. Sam Adams beer magnet, Jim Koch, debuts on the Forbes 400. So he's a rich, rich man. When bars and restaurants shut down across the United States in March, a key source of revenue for brewers suddenly went ice cold. Shares in Anheuser-Busch, the largest beer maker in the world, fell by 35% from January 2nd to July 24th. But coaches, coaches, somebody's got to tell me how to say that, right? Boston Crotches Boston Beer Company moved in the complete opposite direction. Its stock surged by more than 120% over the same period, driven by a huge Ooh. spike in demand for its hard seltzer and alcoholic iced tea brands. Coach, Crotch, whatever his name is, <laughs> who hails from a long line of brewers in Cincinnati, Ohio, owns 26% of Boston Beer Company's stock worth about $2.3 billion in July, on July 24th when Forbes took a snapshot of his net worth for the Forbes 400. Forbes estimate his total fortune is somewhere around $2.6 Billion with a B dollars. Oof. Sucks to be him, right? That's a lot of dough. That's a lot of dough and a lot of zeros at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sierra Nevada has announced that they will remain closed to guests until at least early 2021. Wow. No going to Sierra Nevada to drink. Fuck. <laughs> That's interesting that, you know, they can kind of take that kind of a, a hit there. Yeah, and- you know, I was thinking about it. And so you'd be able to do to go and pick up in stores, obviously, because they're widely distributed. That's true. Um, but, and I'm sure it's easier for a big brewery like them, who is widely distributed. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was thinking, I bet it's easier to know uh, that you're going to do this and kind of plan for it. Just say, look, six more months at least, and we're not going to allow people in. We're going to do this, mm-hmm. this, and th-. I bet it makes it easier for planning for them. That's true. And yeah. I think, like you said, being widely distributed, that's a big tipping point for them where they're like you know we were making money this way anyways so you know let's just kind of close it down and open it back up when it's friendly right i mean could a small local brewery pull that off that no. probably not nearly yeah, as easy yeah no nope. so um they they kind of have that advantage to them mm-hmm. uh firestone walker brings back a classic double jack double jack Ooh. double ipa Nice. <laughs> if you remember, it was discontinued in 2016. If you're anywhere on the West Coast, you've had Double Jack before. Discontinued in 2016. They're bringing it back briefly uh, as people have been clamoring and uh, asking for it on the grams and all over social media. So uh, make sure you look out for Double Jack, Double IPA while it's available. If only we can get them to bring back Pale 31. Mm-hmm. Come on, Firestone. That's right. We all know listen to the show. And uh, Newcastle needs to bring back a Werewolf Blood Ale. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you, man, I've been wish- missing out on that. They haven't brought it back in like three years, probably. And I've been mm. dying every year. I'm like, come on, it's Halloween. <laughs> Give me my fucking werewolf beer, and they won't fucking do it. I don't know what their fucking stick is up their ass, but they won't do it, man. Fucking Fuckers. sticks up their ass. That's right. Yeah. It's like, what better drink to have while watching Wolf Cop than werewolf beer? That's true. What's the one that Alesmith does? The blood, my bloody Valentine ale or whatever. Oh yeah, they do that one, but they also do for Halloween. They do Evil Dead Red Ale. That's the one I'm thinking. Yeah, of. with all the so, zombie hands and everything yeah. on the bottle. Oh, that's such a sexy beer. <laughs> <laughs> Might be a good one to enjoy during Wolf Cop as it's well. It's true. You should get it away for Halloween. That's smart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't give you that know. away. <laughs> Put that in the bags. Yeah, Oops. yeah, that's right. Yeah. You save that for yourself. That's you know, now that I imagine there won't be like a lot of Halloween parties this year. Or that's what like I'm that. hearing. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I thought uh, maybe about it'll be that. the year that I watched Wolf Cop. 
Oh, <laughs> I've got no excuse not to at this Dude, point. I've, I've been that, putting it off for way too long. That's true. And, uh, you know, I was thinking about that too. Like I can finally just kind of kick back and watch a movie and Halloween and not have to worry about someone knocking at my door asking for candy this year. Probably, probably. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I tell you, we get zero people at my house. Is that right? Every year the wife's like, we better buy candy. I was like, what the fuck for? Yeah. It's like, we're just going to have a bunch of candy left over. The most yeah. we've ever gotten since we moved into this location is two people. And oh, they were man. together. Well, it's the same with us. Even before the place we lived before and now where we live now, nobody comes. So I just buy the candy I like and say, okay. If they come up, give them this. And they don't. So... Now I got some good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. I don't know. I don't know if I trust that, you know, COVID enough to just stay home and watch TV and not worry about people knocking on my yeah. door. I'd be surprised if people come knocking. Yeah, I would too. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. Especially this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll leave you with this one. Molson Coors launches Keystone Light cans with augmented reality. So they're putting out these orange cans. Uh, it says, step one, find the elusive orange can. Consumers can find an orange Keystone light can available in a variety of big game hunt packages. Oh, shit. Scan the QR- yeah, it's all about hunting. <laughs> Scan the QR code on the can. Consumers will simply open the camera app on their phone. However, the QR code located on the can. Click the notification tab, launch the browser. Unlock the augmented reality experience. Consumers will follow the prompts on their screen and come face-to-face one of our four unique augment- unique augmented reality animals. So in case you don't get sick enough from drinking Keystone, <laughs> you can now get extra sick as you try to do a little virtual reality with it. All right. Is that what that is? I'm like, what's an augmented animal? <laughs> yeah. So uh, we've I've never had it with beer, but we've had a few wines that have like a augmented reality on them. And you download their app or whatever. And then when you shoot the your camera on your phone at the wine bottle, it shows little things going on on the labels oh, and that stuff. Oh, Wow. So it's kind of like, you ever seen a $5 bill? You ever seen a $5 bill on weed? It's exactly what it <laughs> oh, is. Oh, man. So you mm-hmm. get to see the guy hiding in the bush and everything. Mm-hmm. And Yep. Wow. Yeah, the, I cannot remember the winery that we did this with. Um, but it was like kind of like a spooky themed winery. And they had this like really eerie tree on their label. And so when you pointed your phone at it, like shadows would come out from the oh, tree. Wow. It was really cool. That'd be really weird if you were high, too. Oh, my God. (laughs) You ever done augmented reality (laughs) on weed? Exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. Oh, man, that's scary. Yeah, that'd freak you out. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, go get those uh, Keystone Light cans and barf your brains out, because I'm sure that'll (laughs) just not be what anybody needs. Exactly. Yeah. So, all right. That's that's all we got. Thanks, everybody, for listening and for joining. And uh, we're sorry that Allie could not make it tonight. She had, oh, yeah. she had better things to do than this. Yeah, what? Monday Night Football. <laughs> that's right. That's exactly what I'm it was. Sure she had to go watch happened. her team. Yeah, she's a big Giants fan. Oh, yeah, she, God. she heard I was going to call out, and she was like, "No, no, you're not." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, no, just kidding. She uh, couldn't make it tonight, but uh, she'll be back next week. So, thank you all for listening. Thanks for joining. Don't forget to find us at theunfilteredgentleman.com. And like we said, new masks. Click on the shop button there. Yeah, as well as them. yeah, as well as the fanny packs. Don't forget the fanny packs. <laughs> oh, your mask holders. I, yeah, your mask. Holders. I don't think I told yes. you we had one person order a fanny pack so far. All right, me? let's out them completely. Yeah, I yeah. want to know who it is. Let That's us right. know if you, if you're the fanny pack orderer. Take a we, picture yeah. of it. Put mask yeah, holder. Hashtag mask holder. 
Yeah, take a picture. Of course, right. we'll repost and all that stuff. Yeah. Let us let us have it. <laughs> uh, find us on the socials. Socials. The unfiltered gentleman, except for Twitter at unfiltered gents. I think that's everything. Oh, call us 805-538 beer two three three seven. Leave us a voicemail. That's everything from us. Hope everyone's staying very well hydrated. And on that note, good night, everybody. Mm-hmm.